We'll read again from Matthew 1, two verses that were read already, verses 22 and 23. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Try to emphasize the last part of that verse. We've heard about it through the singing, including the last special, but also the first congregational song, and I think the second congregational song, Emmanuel, meaning God with us. Last week, I recall that the emphasis was on verse 21. I shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Uh, This week, we'll look at Emmanuel, God with us, for Jesus did not only come with a promise to save us from our sins, but afterward to continue to be with us, God with us. Christmas is, it's, um, I don't know if, if it's right to say a fun time of year, but it's an enjoyable time of year. For uh, many, for most, we think of it being a good time for children, and uh, certainly that's uh, the case for most children, but also uh, for adults. I enjoy Christmas. Debbie and I exchange gifts. So long after children are gone, uh, gifts are still exchanged. It's fun because we tend to buy our own gifts, and I did that. I told Debbie I'll need a, a pair of slippers before too long. So I bought a pair of slippers and gave them to her for her to wrap and for me to unwrap. And she, she wanted a, a really lush robe, uh, floor length. It's unique. And she bought it and explained to me that it zipped from both the top and also from the bottom which, whatever, if that's what you want, that's, that's good. So I came, and I hid it in my part of the closet until a few days ago, then wrapped it, and last night she unwrapped it, and she was so excited, it was as if she had never seen it before, and wore it this morning. So, uh, and I did inquire as to the value of it zipping from the bottom or from the top, and not quite sure I understand it yet, but she's happy, so I'm happy. But the point is, is Christmas is an enjoyable time of year for most, no matter your age. But it's a bit ironic that we exchange gifts, because I realize the wise men presented gifts to baby Jesus, but the idea of Christmas is not that we exchange gifts one with another, but the idea of Christmas is rooted in the fact that God gave, God gave his only begotten son. God granted to the human race a gift. And there's very little we can give him in return. I know that we say we give him our hearts, but... Uh, and that certainly brings joy. I, I'm 
supposing to, to the Lord, but it's really one-sided. God gave. We benefit. God's day, whether it's better or worse, if we give to him our hearts, you can be the judge. But we benefit, and God, God gave. And he has the promise here that God will be with us. This was a prophecy uh, that you find in Isaiah 7.14. And it was a message from Isaiah to the king of Judah, Ahaz. Now, the kings of Syria were demanding, the kings of the northern kingdom, Israel, and Syria were demanding of the southern kingdom, of whom Ahaz was king, Judah, to join them in an alliance where they would resist the invading forces of the world empire of the Assyrian army. Don't confuse Syria with Assyria. The Assyrian army was basically conquering the world and had already intruded upon Syria and the northern kingdom of Israel, which led to those two kings combining in a league and insisting that Ahaz, the king of Judah, join them. Well, the prophet Isaiah came to him and let him know as Judah, as a southern kingdom, was was quaking at the uh, idea of Assyria coming, but at the same time, they did not necessarily want to join league with Assyria and and the northern kingdom. So Ahaz uh, heard the word of the Lord from Isaiah, and he basically, in summary, told them, wait on God for salvation. Don't, uh, don't join in this league with these two kingdoms to go against uh, the kingdom of Assyria. God is your deliverer. God will be with you. Well, Ahaz had a choice to obey God and Isaiah, or and find that God would be with him, or to resist the prophet, and more importantly, the, the, the God of heaven, and find out that God would be against him. Well, he, he chose to distrust Isaiah and the God of heaven, and instead attempted to join league with the Assyrian army, and it did not go well. And sure enough, the entire prophecy was before an infant can grow to be a toddler to a child, all three of these kingdoms will be devastated by the Assyrian army, and that did come to pass. But along the way, we learn from Matthew that Isaiah's declaration to Ahaz also contained the messianic promise that is quoted here. Behold, a virgin shall be with child and bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. We are confronted with the same choices in our day as generations past have uh, faced, and that is to obey the God of heaven, uh, honor his word, and find that God will be with us, or resist uh, the word of the Lord, and regrettably learn to discover that we, more than God being against us, we are against God. It's a simple choice, really. And we benefit when we determine we're going to obey the word of the Lord. We're going to take advantage of this Savior who offers to deliver us from our sins, but then also promises to be with us 
from that day forward. Joseph must have wondered about this. He was quite familiar with the, the word of the Lord and no doubt understood the prophecies of Isaiah. But he was, must have been wondering, is, is God with me or not? He was a just man. He had plans to marry. They were betrothed, which is uh, to say that they were um, legally bound to, uh, to marry, similar to an engagement with that exception. An engagement in our day uh, can be um, broken. But in that day, during that betrothal period, uh, the marriage was binding, except in, in one case, which Jesus uh, spoke about, but also emphasized that from the beginning, a divorce was not the plan of God. It was one man, or rather one woman for one man uh, for life, and that is uh, the way it stands now, just as it stood in Jesus' day. But during this betrothal period, before they had come together, it was discovered that Mary was with child. So under the terms of the law, he could put her away. But he was a just man, and uh, for that reason did not want to go through with the marriage. But he was also a merciful man, and for that reason contemplated putting her away uh, quietly, rather than bringing uh, shame to her. He would just uh, terminate during this betrothal period and uh, move on from there. But it was during this time where... God appeared to him in a dream and told him, Fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is in her was conceived of the Holy Ghost. That was the answer. For a period of time, Joseph had to wonder, What is this God with me business when the things seem to be so much against me? But God showed up. God always shows up. We, it's worth noting that even Christmas time isn't an enjoyable time for everyone for any number of reasons. We understand that, but the promise still applies to us that God will be with us. God will be near us if we determine in our hearts that we want to serve Him and be near to Him. Mary found that God was with her as well, and that was the promise when the angel came unto her and said, you could probably quote it, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. God proved to be with her, and he disclosed to her how this would come about, that she would be with child. It came about, and sure enough, God continued to be with her, and she understood that uh, when Joseph determined that he would not put her away after all, but that he uh, would follow through with that marriage, and they did not come together until after baby Jesus was born. The Lord continued to be with Joseph. If we were to go through the entire account, after Jesus was born, the Lord appeared to him in a dream, told him to go down into Egypt. Joseph didn't know the backstory. He didn't read what we read today, that the children under two years old would be um, murdered, but God, intent on protecting the Savior of the world, told him, hasten, go down into Egypt until the king dies. He, he did that, and the word of the Lord came to him again when the, the king died, and he was told to return to Palestine, which he uh, did, thinking to go to Bethlehem, uh, perhaps, since that's the city of David, and understanding that this was the, the future king, 
But as he approached that area, he was uh, told and again in a dream, uh, go north, and which he did and settled in Nazareth where Jesus would be uh, brought up. All of those uh, locations, who would have conceived a plan such as this? But they were all prophesied in Old Testament times and came to pass to fulfill the word of the Lord, which the writer Matthew made sure to emphasize to his Jewish audience. Well, we have the promises that God will be with us as well, not just on the Christmas day, but every day. And not when, only when things are going well, but when things are not going so well. Isaiah again prophesied, when thou passest through the waters, you know what he said, I will be with thee. He will be. And through the rivers they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. We've all gone through trials. We've all gone through hard times. We've wondered, if is God there or is God not there? Well, God doesn't always disclose his presence, but we have the promise. Emmanuel, God with us, God with you. You can be sure that God is near, even if you do not feel him near. That's why we often say we don't go by feeling, we go by faith. God orchestrates events according to his perfect will. No one could have written the script that we have of the birth of of Jesus. It was conceived in the mind of God and brought about in a miraculous way. Well, we don't uh, know always what God is doing, and uh, we try to figure out his purpose in the the events that uh, we go through. But honestly, we may not know the purpose in this life and even what we deem to be the purpose we may learn uh, afterward wasn't the purpose at all god had a, a plan that was never disclosed to us when jesus gave the great uh, commission he also added and lo i am with you always even to the end of the world so god is with you today but he promises to be with you every day in, in Jesus, God came near us that he might be with us. We read in God's word that, that, that the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we realize that the, he came into his own, but his own received him not. The Jewish nation, uh, for the most part, uh, rejected him. But as many as received him, which was mostly the Gentile, Uh, people at that time and for that matter since that time as many as received him gave he power to become the sons of God no matter where we've been in life or what we've experienced in life even if we have previously uh, rejected God uh, the promise of Isaiah and the promise we read in Matthew is still applicable to us today if we, we we have a choice we can Choose to serve God and benefit by uh, the blessing of him being with us. Or we can choose otherwise and find out that uh, the outcome isn't favorable. Why, it's an easy choice to make. Uh, God helps us make it. and He's promised uh, to, to help us do that. He's also promised... Through the comforter that he he will be with us. If you love me, keep my commandments. 
these are conditional promises. They are contingent upon us being obedient to God's word as best we can be. But if we do that, he said, I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he will may, may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the, he says the world cannot receive. Those who have not embraced the gospel of Jesus Christ that cannot yet benefit by this promise. But, but we know him. He dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. That's the promise of God. When the Lord is so faithful, the psalmist said, it is good for me to draw near to God. It is. We know that James says that we draw nigh to God, he will draw nigh to us. God waits for us to take that a step toward him. We have to initiate that action. But if we do that, uh, God is, is more than gracious to, to come to us and to help us. I remember telling my, my dad that during those years when several of us were, were getting saved, I sat with him in church there in Roseburg, and he was not brought up in a God-fearing home by any means. His mother died when he was just a child. His father abandoned him, so he and my cousin Robin's dad really brought themselves up. They did have older siblings, but they grew up on that farm in Roseburg where I later grew up. Uh, but they were pretty much on their own, had no religious training uh, at all. But uh, when some of us got saved, he, he came into church and it was new to him. But uh, I remember telling him as the altar call song was given, if you just take one step toward the Lord, he'll carry you the rest of the way. And dad did that. He went to the altar, didn't pray, didn't pray through that time. But within uh, a few weeks, actually coming to Portland on a, in the tabernacle. There was a special special meetings, and he prayed through across the street in the tabernacle and was saved a short time after my mother had also come and, and gotten saved. So it really is true. If we just take that initial step, initiate that action, God will help us. He will carry us through. He will come near you. His name is Emmanuel, God with us. He's not a distant God. He's, he's very uh, close to us if we only look his way. Well, this can, this can be a very Merry Christmas, uh, more so than past Christmases, if you've come here in an unsaved condition. Simply surrender your heart to God. Uh, yield your, your life to the Lord, and you'll find that, that God is with you, that God is helping you that God will indeed carry you through. We thank God for uh, the privilege we have to come this Christmas day into this house of God. What a blessing it would be to know that someone prayed through in this service. Let's by all means give thanks to the God of heaven for sending his son, our savior, our comforter, our Emmanuel. We'll sing the song of invitation. We encourage you to pray.